Hi. Um, well, as he mentioned, um, I'm Andrew, and this is Jack. Well, when we were first asked about um, doing this sermon, well, I was nervous, I don't know about him, um, because <laughs> we had well, never done anything like this before, so apologies if it doesn't go as intended. So the reading, 1 John, was written by John, coincidentally, um, sometime between 80 AD and 90 AD. It is the second book out of five written by John. It is the 62nd book of the Bible. It has five chapters, 105 verses, and 2,523 words. So we're going to be talking about children of God and how that changes our relationship with both God and those around us. Um, we're going to be switching and doing a point each, so the transitions might not be as smooth as hoped. So, to begin, to God, we're all his children, all of us. And unlike we have the choice to be the child of a parent, perhaps, we have the choice to be his child. But when we think of a child, we'll probably think of someone who's very young and probably immature, um, but for God, it can be anyone. It can be any age, any gender, any race. It doesn't matter because his love is for all. And once you've become God's child, you are always his child, which is just great. And this means that God would love us like a parent loves a child. And I'm sure there's some parents here. I know they probably understand that love. And that is the love he has for us. One of many ways, I would think. But as children, when we were young, I'm sure we all made mistakes. I know I did, plenty of them. <laughs> but like a parent, we can turn to God if we need help. If we've made a mistake, we can turn to him, ask for forgiveness. And also, since we are hopefully all children of God here, we can turn to each other if we need help. Because we're all children of God, we're all one family. And so, like family forgives, God will forgive us if we make mistakes. Uh, his love is so great, he sent his son to die for us. I mean, for the parents here, how hard must have that been if you imagine having to send your own child to die for the world? Because I don't, I don't have a kid, which I'm sure you're reassured to hear. <laughs> but I, so I can't begin to imagine what that would feel like, but I'm sure it must have been very difficult. But that is just how much he loves us. And his love is so great that when we're in these difficult situations and we make mistakes, he comforts us. Now, he's not going to walk up to us and give us a hug, because he can't. But, uh, <laughs> well, he might do that through someone, but he'll comfort us in a way that we need, because that is his amazing love. So seeing as God loves us enough to call us his children, we should live in a way which he wants us to. So this links with um, 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 22, where it says, Now that you have purified yourself by obeying the truth, so that you have sincere love for each other, love one another deeply from the heart. So I think this is talking about our relationships with those around us. Because God doesn't want us just to have a relationship with him, although, you know, that is good. 
he wants us to have a relationship with everyone around us. So this would include forgiving each other, trusting each other, and always being loyal to each other, no matter what. We are all children of God. We are all brothers and sisters. We are all in the same family, which means we can trust each other more than anything. So Jesus also called us brothers. Jesus also called us sisters. He gave our life for us. Again, I'm not saying any of you have to jump in front of a bullet for a friend, but um, he had a huge, huge level of commitment and a huge level of love for us that he gave his own life to save ours. And we do things as a family anyway. We meet together every Sunday, we eat together at communion, and we worship together. God said that it was wrong for man to be alone. When he created the world, he made Adam to govern over the animals and the lands. But, you know, he was lonely, so God created Eve to look after him and help him, and so he could help Eve grow in God. So in my opinion, he did this because he wanted each of us to help the, each other grow in our relationship with God so we could all live in peace with each other until he makes us like him. Going back, we mess up. We make mistakes. It's natural. We all do it. It's fine. But the reason it's fine is because God says, one day we shall be like him. And of course, God forgives, but to quote the reading, it says, sin is lawlessness. So we do need to feel sorry for when we do make mistakes, because otherwise we can't be forgiven. However, when we are, we become more like God, which is just great, because that's what he wants us to be. He wants us to be like Jesus. But unfortunately, this isn't overnight this is it takes time we have to have patience and abide by god's rules his laws the commandments and other laws he set for us but then one day we'll become more like him his love is uh, described as a waterfall some of you may have heard but a waterfall will take time to form as i'm sure the geographers here probably know <laughs> Uh, but then, when it has formed, it is huge, it's magnificent. We become something great. And through that, we can share our greatness with others and share God's greatness and shed it to others. And so through God, we can become a child of God. So, God loves us like children. He wants us to have a good relationship with one another, and he is slowly shaping us to be like him. So... We were wondering, how would this impact us as a church? Maybe just for the next few minutes, you could just like talk in small groups or just to the person next to you about what you could possibly do to make us grow stronger as a family. Thank you. <laughs>
having heard how great God's love is for us as his children,